0: Empire.
1: Fireside Chats.
0: This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. All right, we are doing it. This is the first, the uh, initial, the inaugural episode of the fireside chats. And so to yeah, inaugural. So today for our very first fireside chat, we're going to we're going to sit down with co-host Ryan. Hey, it's me. And we're going to hear Yeah, fuck yeah, it's you. <laughs> and we're going to and we're going to hear all about some of your experiences, some brushes with the paranormal. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some spooky stuff. At
1: Excellent. least, at least, Excellent. you know, some things that that I've I've experienced. Um, but yeah, so how do you want to do this? You want to uh, kind of start start early on, um, talk about kind of childhood onward, kind of chronologically.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we'll probably revisit your paranormal experiences since they're fairly extensive. Yeah. So I I say we just start. Let's just go chronologically. Let's start with okay. your earliest experience. Let's hear about it. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I think
1: that's a good starting point. It'll give at least. I think it'll kind of set the tone for uh, some of the things I've I've experienced and witnessed, you know, growing up.
0: So definitely. Um, all right, cool. So <clears throat> now, so you mentioned you've mentioned to me before that some of your earliest experiences were that you don't technically remember them yourself, but they're things that your family has recounted to you. Yeah. So, okay, just to kind of start. It's very common
1: for children to have, quote-unquote, you know, invisible friends or imaginary friends, right? All right. Yeah. So um, around the time I was two, uh, my mom and dad and I uh, lived in this... uh, I mean, now it'd be perceived as like uh, uh, it was. It was this very, very large house, like glamorous house. Like you walked in and it had uh, like staircases that extended out on each side, like each side, and kind of met in the middle, like and giant like chandeliers and stuff. Like it was like very extravagant, you know. Like and that was like my parents' like home when I was <laughs> when I was born. Um, so let me cut to just to give a little bit of some pre information okay so I had I had multiple family members that would stay there especially you know aunts and uh, my especially my dad's sisters uh, they're from Scotland uh, would come and stay and I uh, like they experienced like multiple things they would hear things throughout the night one of them woke up one night by feeling like they were being choked literally wow. being held down like penned down and being choked um, other others that would like see things like open and close on you know by themselves and things like that this happened very frequently in this house um and so so and we'll we'll cut to later on after i'm born um so my parents lived there for a
0: couple years right real quick can you like what state was this house in in indiana okay you're i mean you're asking about the
1: actual physical state like location (laughs) okay yeah i mean
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, this okay. was our hometown. All right. All right, because I knew you had spent some time in the South when you were young, and I wasn't sure if that was... That
1: no, was, this was my parents... I mean, this is when my parents were still together, and they separated. Okay. Uh, but before I had turned three, so... Um, okay. Yeah. Because so I got,
0: I got like, Antebellum South Plantation House vibes with <laughs> no, the way you were not describing. At all. Um, okay.
1: Actually, it turned out, and just to give you a little bit of information, it turned out, like, um... Earlier, uh, many—I uh, I don't know exactly uh, when when it was—but this house was used as a like medical facility, um, quote unquote, like small like uh, hospital area, and then it was redone okay. to this like very large house. I mean, this the, the house is still standing; it's beautiful, it's seriously complete. beautiful, right? Um, but yeah, like I mean, it, the only way I could I could explain it is like almost like a small mansion, like it. You okay. know, for like, it, especially in our hometown, like, it's one of the larger, prettier houses in the area. Um, yeah. So now, again, cut to you. Um, you know, I'm born. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm about two years old at the time. Um, so I've been told many stories by my mom, uh, basically telling me like, so it, the way that this house is laid out. Like I said, the staircase. You have a staircase that runs from the center. That spiral like almost spirals and separates off into two different directions uh, that go off into the top floor, um, okay. and this is like a big hallway. And at the end of one of the hallways is one of the bathrooms, um, and the bathroom had like this like uh, I think it was like a clawfoot tub or you know like this big big tub and everything. So my mom okay. would say that she would you know leave like she would I would my room was uh, so there's so right before I'm trying to. Trying to picture this is um, Yeah because I mean you know Knowing the house vaguely And at least being able to kind of picture things So at the end of this hallway is the bathroom Um, And then directly Outside of the room if you were about to go walk To the bathroom directly to your right is um, The like basically Like the stairs to kind of Like the attic area or the third floor Okay Um, gotcha So but then right before that was my room
0: Okay On the same side
1: Right, on the same set. Okay. So Gotcha. You know, so basically my mom would put me in my crib and you know, I'd just or you know, let me kind of hang out and play around while she was taking a bath and she'd leave the door open just to keep an eye on me. Um yeah. but so every now and again she would apparently hear me talking. Like, you know, like as as much talking as I could at that point, right? So yeah. but hear me like talking. And she would ask who I was talking to, and I would explain that there was this little boy in my room that would ride his tricycle around my room and literally just ride around and talk to me. And so, like, I mean, as two years old, like, you know, I'm, I'm barely able to carry conversations, but, I mean, you know, like, if, if a child is talking at something or someone, most people would perceive it as, like, they're talking to themselves or they're playing or, you know, like, whatever. So, right. but I would every single time she would ask, I would explain this little boy. And she would ask like what he looked like, what he was doing, like you know, and I would explain it the exact same way every single time. He rode a little r- creepy little <laughs> little red tricycle around my room. Um, so, um, you know, so it basically, I mean, it became a thing where uh, it was uh any time like they'd hear me talking, uh, you know, I'd always explain this thing. So, uh, over time, it became so common and so, like, it, it was literally daily that this would happen. Um, mm-hmm. That my family started to hear things. Like, my mom would actually hear, like, hear, like, footsteps and moving around my room, and not yet I'm in my crib. Like, I'm, like, right. you know, hanging out in there. And, but never saw, or, like, never saw anything. Um, That's. Dude. So. Yeah, it's it's I mean, and it's been the, described the same way even as I've gotten older. Like we've talked about it and stuff. And the exact same way like, you know, we talked about it when I was younger. Like it's it's still and she's like, "Yeah, it was it was really creepy." Like, you know, at first like we thought we thought, you know, you were just playing with like playing by yourself and you know, whatever else, but like as time progressed, it became more and more that like there was something obviously going on.
0: Um, what makes that legitimately creepy is the consistency, in like, in a young child like that to get the same right, sure. response, the same hear the same details over and over again. Like it had to be a thing that you were perceiving each individual time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because a two year old isn't you probably wouldn't even remember the way you described it the day before. Right. You're literally exactly. just describing what you just saw
1: i mean yeah you you think of uh, like a child doesn't retain much memory until like roughly three to four years old No, oh, a two-year-old's like a start to build, right um but there are little things that stick with you you know, yeah. whether it be visions like memory like because i can remember the area vaguely vaguely yeah we didn't move out until i was like three or something after my parents had separated whatever right um but yeah, so like this, this was a common occurrence, literally a daily occurrence that like, you know, would would happen. And then on top of that, you know, family members would come over and they would they would feel things like it would like you know there was definitely a presence. So like whether these were like malevolent forces and things like that, or you know, I think it was kind of like a mixture of both. And also okay. kind of learning some of the history and everything that you know of of this area, um, you know. Starts to kind
0: of make sense. Have you ever looked into that house, like the um, history of that house? I mean, at all? I've
1: I've known the people that live there now. Uh, okay, you know, but I've never heard anything else about it. Um, yeah, I've always been curious, and I've always wanted to ask, but it just not, it's just not—it's not my place. Oh man, um, you should ask. <laughs> you should definitely it's, ask. But it, it could have also been because the, there's been things that have been literally with me my entire life that I feel
0: I think um, they that those same spirits came along when I don't know if
1: it's the same but there's something there's something and and my uncle one of my uncles literally has had the exact same type of experience as I have and has said his entire life he's always had something or someone with him to this day wow uh, so yeah. you know so I mean it's it, it's, it seems almost common practice um, so Maybe it's needless- like a family curse or something. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, needless to say, like that was that was what that's what I know of my early childhood. Um, okay. After that, you know, like I I don't remember really experiencing a whole lot. Um, you know, kind of as as I got you know as I got a little bit older and. Moving around, we ended up moving to Georgia for a period of time. Like I don't remember anything really happening there. There were a couple of strange things that just we kind of chalked up was just strange. You know, wasn't okay. wasn't anything out of the ordinary. It didn't feel like it was like you know like a haunt or anything like that. Right. Um. Now, trying to think. So after that, um, we had moved back from from Georgia when I was roughly eight or nine and that's when i like you know like kind of started to started to feel thing like kind of this just weird weirdness again um and more so is always just kind of like a strange like just a strange feeling all the time um you know it's like that thing where you know like being alone like i i always felt like there was there was a reason for me to like be scared or like something that was that was always there that i i couldn't see or couldn't tell what it was or whatever uh but like it was just that feeling you know that that just like it's you know you know you know a a feeling a feeling a very unsettling feeling when you know it yeah and i mean everyone has those types of feelings right
0: exactly right that just looming presence in the room with you that weight that you can't shake exactly that yeah so all right so you know I
1: got a little bit older and it just it became a thing like I, and you know just I started to kind of just brush it off. It wasn't, you know, wasn't anything, didn't really like affect me a whole lot other than like I knew that there was something. It became normal to you. Yeah, basically it did. So yeah. um All right, so cut to me about 9 years old, 9 or 10. Um okay. I was living and that's when we first met. Yeah. Um the house that I was living in at that time Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I was home alone, like I would hear like, like especially if I was downstairs, I'd hear like walking upstairs.
0: Was this the and house with the basement studio? Yes. With the like, yeah. okay, yep, all right, yeah, it was that house. So gotcha. I'd hear
1: like walking upstairs, um, and like I was always too afraid to <laughs> to check to see what it was, yeah. um, you know. But uh, and then would be times like, um, you know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night. And swear that there was something like staring at me by my bedside. Turn on the lights, like there was never anything there. All right. Right. So like it, you know that was that became pretty common. Um, and that happened, and it was basically just those types of experiences over the next like couple of years. Until okay. I moved to Fench Street. Right. Fench Street is where shit hit the fan. Um, all right. So by this time, I'm I'm 12 years old. Okay. Um you know, like not a lot was really was really crazy at first um you know it, it was like i would i would uh so all right, it was basically told to me um uh, because i was i was felt really weird in my room I had the room that was in the very front of the house yeah, and it was told to me though that a lady had had passed away in my room, okay, and I'd always see like the shadow standing by my closet and if you remember the way that room was set up you walk in it to the right was my bed and then you walk straight into the left like i had this open area and then if you walk to your left or turn to your left again you walk back around the corner and there's like my closet area and everything
0: right there was like an l shape
1: yeah exactly back to the closet yep so laying from my bedside i could always see what appeared to be like a shadow standing by my closet and it was it was always, like, very off-putting, but it didn't see, it didn't feel like, it did, I don't know, it didn't feel, uh, I don't know how to describe it really, but it, like I said, it was just, it was, it was off-putting, but it didn't feel bad.
0: It didn't feel dangerous.
1: Right, exactly. It was more so, like, it kind of just became, like, okay, like, a, this, <laughs> this, is, this is, this is normal now. Um, Ugh. all right. So and in, in this was this is common again for about two uh, no let's say uh, man because I want to cut to the most important part of this house. Um, so let's a, not go again, too fast, right? Uh, all right. So okay. During the same time, I would go other places. I remember. Okay, so first of all, going out to your house when I was, and now I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit because I kind of sure, sure. I kind of forgot about this little part. So the first night I ever stayed out of your house I slept on the couch In the living room, um, the living room. And the yeah. way that your house was set up Is you had this big living room Off to the right you had the stairs that went up To the upstairs and then off to your left you had the kitchen Right So I remember waking up in the middle of the night To Just this loud Rumble in the kitchen And like looking in And like drawers were open and stuff like that And it like freaked me out literally freaked me out like i refused i refused to get up like i refused to do anything and and i remember like i don't know if it was like a joke or something somebody saying like oh yeah the house is haunted like you know whatever else like and it was and so like that was immediately like you know like i was like shit (laughs) i don't like this (laughs) and then also experience that but also hear like these sounds coming from the kitchen it was specifically the kitchen because I was okay. right, th- right there on the couch, and and like I said, and then like I, I remember getting up and like looking and like I said, some of the, like the kitchen cabinets or drawers and stuff. It was the cabinets or the drawers. I don't remember specifically. I was, I mean, I was like 10, 10 right. years old or whatever at that point. Um, but I immediately ran back to the couch and like pulled a blanket <laughs> over my face and until I fell back to sleep. Right, blanket of protection.
0: Yes, um, it, it was for sure. No, but like, that's. Okay, so my mother and my older brother had experiences in that house. But I mean, you know, I've never anywhere had that's experiences. So it's, it's, yeah, at all. that's very
1: strange to me.
0: I don't know. And I'm getting like I'm to be honest, I'm getting pretty creeped out over here. Because like the one in my house doesn't freak me out nearly as much as you describing seeing the the like shadow by your closet. In your bedroom. <laughs> I mean, you used because to see it me all the time. <laughs> how many times did you see that shadow at the closet, like right over me sleeping on the floor right there? Right. I know. It's like, but I. Uh, it became so a thing creepy. I just didn't
1: talk to anybody about because it was just so normal. Yeah. Like, it just became just a normal thing. And, like, and I, I don't know. Like, almost at one point, it almost seemed comforting. Yeah. But it was a shadow. And most commonly, shadows aren't good.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, but, I do, I do like yeah. the idea of you having experiences in that house of mine because that house was like a perfect haunted house. Oh, dude, it was. Yeah. Like, even when it was like yeah. in good shape when I lived in it, it looked like a fucking haunted house. For like out in the middle of nowhere, two stories, like old old rotten looking gray wood siding like yep. that was like an old crazy rickety looking house and it was big as shit it'd be like so the like, perfect house to like
1: this family moves in to renovate and you know to like yeah. flip or something and, <laughs> yeah, and they're into all a murdered movie. by poltergeist <laughs> exactly yeah yeah um, Yeah. no it, it was it, like yeah I remember, I remember that very well I just like I said I don't remember specifically I remember like getting up to see what the sound was so I thought somebody else was up yeah, and nobody else was awake. Ugh. Um, and then, like I said, and then there were there were like cabinets or drawers open. I don't remember. I don't even remember closing them. I just ran back to the couch, and I thought I, I, I know I had, like, at least mentioned something to someone. Yeah. I don't remember when it was, like who it was. It might have been to you. I don't. I don't know. Whatever it was, but like Maybe. I, it, it was yeah. To me, I, because again, at that point, I wasn't experiencing a whole lot. Yeah it's kind of like the, the lull in... Right. And in yeah. that gap that uh, between, you know, between like when I was a lot versus right. to nothing Bef- to Bef- an yeah. abundance of things. Before the Finch Street house. Right. All right. Yeah. So cutting back to Finch Street. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get there. You know, so that was, that was really the biggest thing was I'd always see, you know, see this figure in my room. And... Like I said, then finding out kind of some of the history, like it made sense. Right. Um, And then so, like, really, it, it was just pretty normal until, like, I got to about the age of 15. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we're looking at, you know, a couple years later. You know, there wasn't really anything else crazy that happened. All right. Now, one thing I remember extremely, extremely well was one night I was, it, my, my family was out of town. And I was I was doing stuff with plays and stuff in high like that was when we were like freshmen or sophomore in high school. Yeah. I was doing stuff with plays, so I stayed back because it was during like rehearsals and stuff like that. Right. Um so uh yeah, so one night I was talking to a friend on the phone and it was just like two, three o'clock in the morning um and i walk out of my bedroom again at the very front of the house that, and then i walk out of the room and, it, and then immediately is like my front door in the living room yeah so i walk out we're literally within threshold of my room to the living room and all of a sudden i hear like just chatter like whispering chatter that's like very it's almost like deafening how loud it is even though it's like whispers but okay. and I, I remember telling her on the phone, I was like, hang on just a second, like and she was like, What? And I, I like didn't respond for a minute. And I was and I was just listened. And she's like, What what's going on? I was like, I don't know, I, I hear like people whispering in my house. And she was like, No way, like laughed it off and stuff and I was like, Just hang on and I called out, I was like, Is anybody there? And it was like completely silent for a second. Then all of a sudden I heard this baby literally screechy cry like almost like a deafening like shriek and then i ran back in my room and i didn't go out the rest of the night until the next day and i remember telling her on the phone because i was so freaked out about what had just happened and telling her like literally this is what this just happened and she was like there's no way like it had to have been maybe your imagination maybe you're just like you know whatever like no this literally just happened and anytime i've told anybody about it since like i recall everything very vividly like yeah down to exactly what it was like i mean you know it was just it was so it was so weird that yeah um yeah it was it was one of those like that was the first time i was actually scared in that house yeah that's
0: scary as fuck
1: and I was the only one home. And, and again, this is like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, you're looking at, you know... We're approaching dead hour, first of all. But, yeah. like, also, like, just late in, late at night. Like, there's not shit going on. Like, I, I was s- listening to music and stuff in my room. Talking on the phone. Like, you know, just doing my thing. And then the rest of my house, nobody is there. It's completely silent. But you just hear, like, this... And it, you can't make out what it was being said, either. It was like... Right. Sh- 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 like, you could, like, almost, like just it was inaudible but yet like deafening
0: a cacophony of whispers exactly yeah. where
1: it no no one thing could be pinpointed but that like even that didn't bother me right it was like once i started to kind of walk towards the middle of the living room and ask who was there like and then i i just hear this baby and that fucked with me like that was bad. yeah um, that's
0: nightmare that's nightmare sauce right it was there yeah so then, after after that, that's when things started to take off. Okay, before you before you take off, the thing that I find super interesting about that story, and this may speak to the way paranormal entities are are um, perceived by us, mm. is that you heard this like deafening screech of a baby, but the person on the phone did not hear that. Right. Through the phone. Yep. So. It may. I mean, that makes it all seem. Like it's in my head or. Or just that it's telepathically. Targeting me or something. Right. You know, like it's a personal experience. Like yeah. it's something designed for you to hear. Mm hmm. You know what yep. I mean? That's possible. That's interesting. Because, like you don't you don't really see that a lot you know i or i've never thought about it like that you know there are like there are lots of stories of people being in a group of people and seeing something fucked up some Mm -hmm. you know even seeing hearing whatever perceiving something paranormal and no one else around them perceives it
1: yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that's that happens. That definitely happens. I mean, well, I mean, well, I was gonna use your house as an example, but obviously, I know, I know you've told me stories about like your mom's, like she's she's seen a lot of shit. Yeah, um, a lot. And then your brother as well. So like, I wasn't yep. the only one in that house. Yeah. But for some reason, you never did.
0: Yeah, I never which did. Which
1: is which is very weird. Like that's that's one thing I've never understood because, especially as we got older and hung out other places and as you moved and stuff, I experienced things everywhere I went. Yeah. Every time I'd stay with a friend, like I would see things. I would, especially shadows. I saw shadows constantly. Like And that's this was again, you know, I, I guess this kinda comes back to the time where I was I guess in Fen Street it wasn't like I didn't see a whole lot. But like when I was like 13, 14, like as I progressively got older, like anywhere I'd go or anywhere I'd stay, I would wake up to either someone like something standing over me or feeling something standing over me shadow or people. literally going to the bathroom and walking out into like the darkness and literally seeing a shadow that races across the wall or like <sighs> I mean uh,
0: you know like things like that so um, how are you yeah. how are you as sane as you are that's I <laughs> feel like I'd be a fucking mess if I experienced <laughs> just one of those things you know, because still strange things happen to this day,
1: <laughs> and yeah. now you just you got to joke, you got to laugh about it. Like, uh, and not I'm not cutting to anything, but uh, we just had our friend's misgiving, and one of the friends here asked, oh, "What is your ghost name again?" <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a common thing people know about uh, yeah. to this day, right? Um, not again, not giving anything else away to yeah, kind yeah. of the you know modern day, but like I mean, we're we're sitting right around fourteen, fifteen years old right now, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so that's...
0: we're at the point right before things really jump off at Fench Street, right? Right. I say we're coming up on thirty minutes. We cut it right there. Okay. We'll stop right you, uh, here. And retouch
1: uh, in another episode. Yeah. And then cool. um
0: Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna start releasing these fireside chats every Friday. Some of them are going to be some of them are going to be just you and I chatting about whatever. I think I'd like to get through your whole history yeah. of paranormal experiences for sure. There's there's a lot more. <laughs> yeah, a lot more definitely. To <laughs> but we're also going to have other guests on. We're going to have interviews with other guests, people who have ex- had experiences themselves. Um, you know, mediums. We're going to have. And interesting people that we want to talk to from the community right maybe other podcasters right like mm-hmm. yeah but basically so, we're going to use these fireside chats as a way for for us to just sit down and and do the things that don't fit into the narrative setting that we use for our main episodes exactly and with
1: that said yeah anyone listening uh, you can go on our website uh, campfirepodcastnetwork.com Uh, we do have a submission field if you want to submit your stories uh you can also message us on uh, any social media whether it be instagram or twitter or or facebook for that matter sure um or uh you can also email us at contact at campfirepodcastnetwork.com we want to hear your stories we're happy to get you guys on board um do an interview just listen you know we love especially i mean me myself knowing what i've what i've experienced and we're only a half the episode and we're just now starting to get into where it's going to get good um you know so i love to hear other people's stories that i mean just just to know like i'm not alone and you know (laughs) i'm not crazy um but yes i mean anybody that wants to share your stories or come on let us interview you please just send us a message let us know
0: and and if you're not into doing like a a face-to-face verbal interview that's totally fine too you can please feel free to just submit a written version of your story and we'd love to share it
1: yeah we can uh, we'd be glad to tell the story and talk about it you know yeah
0: as much as you as much as you love hearing stories to to reassure yourself that you're not crazy i love to hear stories to live vicariously through people who have actually had contact (laughs) with the other side that makes sense Uh, i am hungry for it and i feel like that's the problem for sure they can smell the desperation on me and they're not interested
1: <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> you want it too much yeah exactly hey that's me with aliens that's why they don't that's why they don't abduct me
0: yep that's your problem yep <laughs> all right i think that concludes our inaugural episode of fireside chats awesome Well,
1: thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Always. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care, guys. Have a good one.